That's right. It is Dean Ledwig wandering around the Blue Ridge Mountains looking for a Starlink signal so that I can help melt the mainstream media. And with me, as always, is... And I'm Scott Dunlop reporting from an abandoned missile silo in Lukenbach, Texas. And I thought you were looking for a snow shovel. A snow shovel? Yeah, for up there in the Blue Ridge Mountains, <laughs> man. You guys have been impacted yeah, hard it's, it's been, it's been, It's been a lot of snow and ice and... Definitely not the things that I moved to the South for. Yeah, we couldn't get a hold of you for, that's why we didn't have last week's podcast is because you were snowed in. Yeah, the uh, the windmills just weren't cranking it out. <laughs> Frozen windmills. <laughs> <laughs> so we will be working on that, working on a solution for that. Yes. So when, when uh, we'll get you uh, some backup power and uh, get your... Uh, uh, Mike's situation all straightened out within in the next couple of weeks. And, yeah. And then that way, uh, Dean doesn't have any excuses to skip anymore with his lame <laughs> excuses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's if not, I can get that startling signal, I'd be all right. Yep, yep. Well, we'll start off the show right, as we usually Let's do. Let's do it. With the Wheel of Genders. And so... Just to go with woke culture as it is today, I will be the discarded face diaper in front of a Starbucks. <laughs> I am a dog-eared Ayn Rand novel. I want to go anti-woke oh today. boy. Because, you know, I'm not usually that way. I go woke, go broke, Do as it. they like to say. Well, this week we're going to start off with the news. And let me start off by saying I've got to get rid of that intro. I just hate that one. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it's a, just the, not the, a little too not the best thing we've got. Well, first thing is mandate struck down for businesses, but held up for medical workers. Yeah, for some places. For some places. Yeah, that was a big for a lot of us in the tech industry who were who work from home. Mm-hmm. And they were going to mandate Biden was going to try to mandate that OSHA go out and find businesses because their people weren't man weren't vaccinated, even though we work from home and mm-hmm. don't see people around. And there were provisions that they were trying to float in OSHA that says, if you don't, if you do work from home, this does not apply to you. But the companies were going to make us do it anyway. Well, the funny thing is the mandate actually said either vaxxed or weekly testing. Yes. But the companies threw out the whole weekly testing thing and said, you know, the mandate is just being vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And they were getting rid of people left and right. Well, and that was going to be a huge mistake for a lot of companies because uh-huh. they ended up not having people. Now, one of the early ones who said, we're not doing this is FedEx. And they yeah. said, we're not doing this. 
And I think Delta didn't Delta go. No, it wasn't Delta. Um, it was one of the airlines. Yeah, Delta Delta was a big proponent of of vaccines uh, and masks. Maybe it was Southwest. Yeah, Southwest uh, really tried to push back mm-hmm. until they started losing government contracts. Yeah. So and, uh, you know, we talk about it a lot. You hurt the bottom line, people will capitulate. Mm-hmm. Yep. That is that is true. So private businesses are safe now because it's been struck down, which is just a win for liberty. Yeah, absolutely. Huge win. Now, the part that sucks is medical workers, it got a, upheld for. Mm-hmm. But people who are fully vaccinated and have tested positive for COVID, they're asking them to come in to work in yeah. medical. Yes. Yeah. Um, they're actually, uh, they changed the quarantine period to five days. Mm-hmm. It was 14, then it went to 10. Now it's only five days quarantine before coming back to work. And that's five days quarantine and do not test yourself. Yeah. They actually say, do not get tested. Don't ask, don't tell for now, some folks out there. Yeah, now it's now it's gotten to the point where we're not going to test you. If you're not showing symptoms that we can see, mm-hmm. come on in. Yeah. So here again, the bottom line, that's what we're talking about. When it hits the pocketbook, everything changes. Yes. The almighty dollar is king. And all right. So you get more time for wire fraud than you do for murder. Yeah. So you can kill people left and right and people can die. But start messing with some money, you're mm-hmm. going to jail. Yes. For a long time. It, it, it's incredible, you know, what uh, the way our society functions in, in that way, the governmental side of it. Mm-hmm. You know, that, and, and I mean, I get it. You hurt my personal bottom line, and we're going to have problems. Money talks, bullshit walks. Absolutely. Yeah. Got to eat. Got to get that Ferrari. (laughs) Got to feed fat boy. And got to get that, uh, got to get that yacht. The Lambo. Yeah. Got to get a yacht, man. That's, that's that's the next thing. Got to keep up with the Joneses. Screw the Joneses. Well, you know, since this is a big, big win for liberty, and I'm not going to say democracy, I'm going to say liberty. Yeah. Because I'm not sure democracy means what it used to mean no of course it doesn't and you know uh so i'm just gonna say liberty because that's what this podcast is about is your personal liberties and this look i've been seeing all kinds of reports and i don't know how true they are but they're saying that the vaccinations and i think you have a story from england on that Mm -hmm. that the vaccinations are actually weakening the immune system because of the constant hit that it's taking. One of the things you can't do is get a mammogram. Right. So if you've been, if you've had a shot or been boosted within six weeks and some are staying up to a year, your lymph nodes swell and they can't detect your, or well, not through, not through x-rays. They can't detect cancer because it looks the same. Your lymph nodes swell because you're shooting into you spike protein, mm-hmm. which the body has a reaction against. Mm-hmm. 
has an immuno response. So, you know, what is it in the body that, that tries to suck up poisons and, and bad things? The lymph nodes. Yes. And so when those swell, they are having a hard time differentiating that from cancer. Right. So if your lymph nodes are swelling up, (laughs) (laughs) that should tell you something. It means something is wrong. Yes. Yes. So uh, anyway, we'll go to you with uh, old good old Boris. Uh, Well, actually, it's the European Union with this one. It's not uh, the UK. Mm Mm-hmm. But their uh, European Union regulators warned that frequent COVID-19 booster shots could adversely affect the immune response and may not be feasible. You think? Maybe. Lower T cells? You, you know who else actually just came out and said that frequent vaccine shots are a bad thing? Who's that? The CEO of Pfizer. Dun, 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 dun. He wants a an annual vaccine. Essentially another flu shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I think would be easier to sell on the public because hopefully within that year, your immunoresponse system would be built back up enough to handle another shot. But doing this quarterly thing is um, hurting your immune system and your immune system isn't building up enough before you get the next shot for uh, it to be able to combat that. Wasn't Malone saying that it takes about a year to flush totally flush out? It can take up to protein? up to up to fifteen months. Most people it's somewhere between ten and twelve months. Yeah. And look, I'm fine with people getting vaccinated once a year if that's your choice. Yes. You get you go ahead and shoot up whatever yes. you want into there. Uh, spike proteins. Heroin, cocaine, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, whatever. That's your choice. Yeah, absolutely. Don't make me do it. Well, it's like the flu shot. Now, when I was in the Army, I had to get it every year. Mm-hmm. Mandatory, you had to do it. Um, and when you're in the military, mandatory means mandatory. Well, because you're owned. Yes, by the exactly. I was, a, I, was property. A, I was a number. And you know this going in. GI, government yes. issue. Yes. That's you. <laughs> exactly. Um, And you know this going in. It's not... Something they hide from you. It's not, you know, like uh, you think you're going to have all these rights and and stuff and they take them away. No, this is none going in. So anyway, and since I've been out of the army, I've had the flu shot a couple of times um, over, what, 25 years now. So what I will say, I've had the flu more often after having the flu shot than I have not having the flu shot. Sure. So, you know, take that for what it is. That's just my personal experience. So I don't get it. And I plan to never get it again. Mm. I haven't had it in about seven years. I had the flu once. Yeah. That was in 2019, December. (laughs) Which I'm I'm pretty sure was COVID. Yeah. But I don't want to go get an antibody test. Because I don't want to end up on a database somewhere. Don't want to end up on a list. Nope. Oh, boy. But then again, they used to say, well, there's a lot of things they used to say. Uh, and a matter of fact, I'll get into that later. Bloomberg reported that repeated booster doses every four months could eventually weaken the immune response and tire out people. That's according to the European Medical Agency. 
So instead, countries should have, should leave more time between the booster programs and tie them to the onset of cold season in each hemisphere. Mm-hmm. So, you know, essentially doing the same thing is the flu vaccine. I can say flu vaccine now because the word vaccine, uh, the definition has changed. Yeah. It used to be the flu shot. It didn't used to be called a vaccine. It was mm-hmm. the flu shot. But since they changed the definition of vaccine to anything that uh, lessens the degree of the illness, it's now a vaccine. Here's the part I find hilarious. Now, I'm going to say, you know, if you got the if you got the vaccine, fine, good on you. Mm-hmm. If that was your choice. You do whatever you want to do. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. But the part that I find hilarious is all these people crying on Twitter <laughs> and all these other platforms because they did what they were supposed to do. They're the rule followers. They've been boosted and uh-huh. reboosted and up boosted and sideways <laughs> boosted and wore their masks and stayed six feet. Uh-huh. And they still got Omicron. Yes. And I got no pity for this shame that they've got. And no. I am I am I'm <laughs> laughing hilariously because they were the same people that are the pandemic of the unvaccinated. They are dirty ship rats and blah, blah, yep. blah, blah. Yep. And they are lesser people and they yep. need they need their own places. And and even Howard Stern saying, saying, you know, just go home and die if you're unvaccinated. Yeah. yeah. So these people that are getting it now are and are realizing that this is not an immunity. No, this does not make you immune. No. And me personally, I doubt that the effects are even lessened, but that's just me. Well, I I know. Okay. I just talked to a business colleague Mm -hmm. uh, yesterday and she was telling me she got COVID over, over the holidays. Yeah. And she's so happy that she was vaccinated and boosted because her symptoms weren't that bad. And she thinks it's because of the vaccination and the boosting. Right. Which is what she's been told, which is the main narrative that's out there. Okay. I will say this because I have seen it firsthand mm-hmm. and I've got a friend and his wife and we talked about it mm-hmm. last time. They, yep. they both got Omicron. Uh-huh. One's vaccinated. Yep. Fully vaccinated. Right. And the other one is not. Right. And they both got it. Both tested positive. Mm-hmm. Both took a regime of ivermectin and doxycycline, doxycycline and, zinc. and zinc had the exact same responses. Mm-hmm. Got well at exactly the same time. Yes. And neither one of them had a difference in symptoms. Right. Now, I will say um, you said it was Omicron. Uh, most of the most of the uh, infections that are actually going on now are still Delta. Well, I'm just saying that because the symptoms were headache right. and respiratory, which right. is what they're saying. I'm just going on yeah. what I've yeah. heard. Yeah. The, the, that's what the Omicron is. That's it, Scott. Go on what you heard. Uh, that's what I heard <laughs> somewhere from this guy. Uh-huh. I heard from a guy who heard from a guy. I heard from a guy. Well, I didn't hear it on CNN, so I'm well, pretty safe there. Yeah. I don't hear anything on CNN because I don't watch CNN. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they said that boosters can be done once, maybe twice, but it's not something we can think should be repeated constantly, which is, you know, what they were thinking about. And right after this report 
is when the Pfizer CEO came out and said that, uh, hey, we should look at doing this once a year, just at the onset of cold season or flu season. You know, and, and that's what it's going to end up being, I think. But again, you know, we're back to my prediction, and I'm still sticking with April 1st. We're going to get the fact that it's endemic by then. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to reach endemicity, which is, okay, it's here. It's here to stay. You're going to get a shot once a year if you want it. And, you know, everything's going to go back to normal, which is the opposite of what, you know, we were told for months and months oh, for the last couple of years. You know, it's going to kill everybody. You know, we got to We got to eliminate it, eradicate it. And it's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, see, and, and my predictions are starting the government and the agencies are starting to fall in line with that. Um, the, there are governors now that are telling hospitals to stop immediately stop reporting COVID deaths of people who uh, died of something else, but had COVID stop reporting COVID admissions to hospitals of people who are there for something else, but also have COVID. Uh (laughs) Yeah. See, you see what's, see what's happening. Um, the CDC just came out and said that over 75% of actual COVID deaths are people with more than four, four comorbidities. They also said that over 80% of all COVID deaths are in people over the age of 65. Mm -hmm. Um, see well oh that, and that, fauci just said hold on that sounds okay, familiar sounds like something else i've heard uh-huh uh the flu oh <laughs> what <laughs> uh fauci just said that omicron will peak in february so my timeline is actually it, pretty pretty good so far no no i i agree i agree i was thinking march but right that that was uh that was a little too well i had i had always said march or april yeah but then you had me tie it down to a date and i thought April Fool's Day is the best. Yes, yes. But the more important thing is they're going to be able to say it before the campaigning cycle really gets going mm-hmm. for the November midterm elections, that they're going to be able to say that, look, we have fixed it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be the mission accomplished. Moment. Absolutely. And if he does, if Biden does that on an aircraft carrier, <laughs> that would be the most classic moment ever. He'll, he'll do it on that. Uh, that oh, boat, the hospital ship. The hospital ship. Hospital yeah. ship that that was on the on the coast of New York mm-hmm. that they never used. Yeah, yeah. Because the hospitals were never actually overrun. Right. <laughs> what I like is the you know they're saying these hospitals are are getting overrun because they're ninety percent full. Hospitals are supposed to run between ninety and ninety five percent full. Yeah, yeah. And it's you know they're saying they're overrun because they don't have enough doctors and nurses that are on staff anymore because of the vaccine mandates or various other reasons. And what's happening is they're getting, these hospitals are getting extra payments for COVID uh, people coming in and all about uh, the money. (laughs) That's making up the shortfall because they're running at 75% full, 80% full. And to make a profit, they got to be 90 to 95% full. At all times. So I'll make another prediction that we, won't, we may not live long enough to see. <laughs> but I, I see in about 30 to 50 years, this be, being the largest crimes against humanity 
ever committed by a government or by a world, by the world. Well, I hope it happens soon enough that Biden is still around and we can shave his head and march him in the street. Shame. They got him on a moment to moment. Him (laughs) him and bitch pudding. (laughs) (laughs) But they're out to save democracy. Yeah, they're they're out to uh, keep us indoors, keep us compliant, uh, keep us docile, mm-hmm. eat more soy, less yeah. meat. Yeah, um, the Impossible Burger. Yeah. Or the what? or the chicken nuggets. Oh my god, KFC. KFC, KFC has no meat chicken nuggets. Yeah, I mean they keep trying this crap. Uh, burger King has the Impossible Burger. You know, to be honest, McDonald's, their burgers are not mostly meat. Less than 50% of their burger is actually meat. Yeah, no thanks, man. I have an entire freezer full of half a cow right now (laughs) because I can see this food apocalypse coming. I'm coming to Texas. Yeah, well. Go meet a rancher and uh, get me some beef. I may have to take up deer hunting if this keeps going. So, uh I am I am a meditarian man. Oh yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> 100% carnivore. I am uh I'm an omnivore. I like my vegetables. I like, you know, I like it all. Yeah, I do without the vegetables. I like the vegetables, but I, I have to have some meat. Vegetables eating, are a side item. Eating vegetables is fine. It's just keeping them from squirming. <laughs> yeah. My food eats vegetarian's food. All right. Well, <laughs> let's move on to right. one of my favorite Democrats, Ooh. Tulsi Gabbard. Okay. Tulsi Gabbard accuses Joe Biden of tearing our country apart. You think? So she says, you know, I've considered Joe Biden a friend for many years. Mm-hmm. And I've been disheartened to see the direction he has taken in this administration. I don't think he knows what direction he's taken, but anyway. <laughs> that it's undermining the fundamental principles of our country, I would agree. That it is actually tearing our country apart, again, I would agree, rather than working to bring us together to find a way forward and have respectful dialogue, even as we may have disagreements or differences on many different issues, but come together as Americans treating each other with respect. Mm -hmm. That's been gone for a while. Well, and the biggest thing that I see is this whole divisiveness on shot versus no shot. And I want to remind everybody that they were, the Democrats were all up and down on Operation Warp Speed, Mm -hmm. which Trump put into action for the vaccinations. I will never take that Trump shot. Yep. If it comes from Trump, I'm not taking it. And they all lined up yep. to get it done. Look, a lot of the Democrats are starting to even think, okay, I can't stand behind this party line crap. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the narrative is breaking down and people are starting to go, hold on. We might not get elected next time around. <laughs> and if they won't get elected next time around if they keep this up. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a big old shit sandwich. There it is. So somebody called Kamala. <laughs> oh, wait a no, I'm sorry. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I agree with Tulsi and some of the other Democrats that are really starting to wake up that this is not good to continue down this path just to march 
in lockstep, mm-hmm. goose step, yeah. with this narrative that you will do what we say. Well, yeah, because we know we're only here to help. We're yeah. the government. We're the government. We're only here to help. Well, okay. I was watching um, a video from Forbes magazine, mm-hmm. uh, YouTube clip. You know, um, we keep hearing this term misinformation. Yeah. Okay. Now, listen to some of these things. Now, uh, probably six, eight months ago, Biden said that there is a federal plan to combat COVID. A couple of days ago, he came out and said, there is no plan. There has <laughs> been no plan. But he said there was one. Yes. Um, he also said there would never be a mandate. Fauci said that it did not absolutely did not come from a lab uh, and there was no gain of function research on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they come to find out that there was. Absolutely. They said that the vaccinated cannot get COVID. There's, these are all statements that the government has come out and adamantly said. Mm-hmm. They also said that after they found out that, or after it was released that the vaccine, the vaccinated could get it. They said that the vaccinated cannot transmit it. Remember the whole get vaccinated so you don't kill grandma? Yes. Yeah. Uh, good luck with that. The only person killing grandma was Cuomo. Yeah. And he <laughs> killed a lot of them. Yep. Uh, oh, how about this one? That natural immunity doesn't even exist. Yeah. Uh, that if you have, if you get COVID and get over it, that you have no immunity to COVID, you still need to get the vaccine because natural immunity doesn't exist. Uh-huh. Uh, so tell me why it is I'm supposed to believe these people. Well, and to where, even, the, where the hell did common sense go? To even say that, uh, I don't know, chicken pox? <laughs> That's a one and done. Yep. You get that thing and you don't get it again. Oh, when I was a kid, parents would have chicken pox parties. Yeah. One kid had chicken pox. All the other parents would bring their kids over so their kid would get it. Yes. I remember those days. Oh, Well, that's when parents were allowed to parent their own children. Oh, yeah. Because I saw a story that said it was in California that said that (laughs) (laughs) children should be awarded to the state. Yeah, that parents should have no responsibility in raising their children. Yeah. I mean, it's already already been said. Not not irresponsible. They should have say. say. Yeah. Yeah. The, the parents should be responsible in giving the child housing and food until the government starts giving the parent the housing and the food for the children anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it goes along with what was said by um, McAuliffe, the losing Virginia governor uh, and several other governors and school board presidents, et cetera, mm-hmm. that parents have no say so in what their children learn in school. You know, this is just, that's just a natural progression. And it's lockstep in Marxism. Well, speaking of schools. Yes. Loudoun County Schools Chief of Staff is out. What? Following the scandal over district's handling of sexual assault complaints, including girl raped in bathroom by skirt-wearing teen boy. Oh, you mean the the skirt-wearing boy that raped two girls in two different schools? That's the one. The one that raped a girl in the bathroom, and then instead of anything happening... He was just transferred Transferred. to another school where he did it again. That is correct. Yeah. Gender fluid, my ass. 
chief of staff for Luden County Public Schools in Northern Virginia. That should say it all right there. Pretty much. Is no longer in the role following a high-profile controversy, including sexual assault allegations against a teenager known as Boy in a Skirt. (laughs) Okay. Transgender my ass. So let's go back to Homeland Security. Okay. And the FBI. The father of this girl who got raped, Mm -hmm. getting carried out, and then they started doing surveillance on people and Mm -hmm. using the Patriot Act Mm -hmm. because this man stood up for his rights and called this guy a liar. Yeah. He stood up for his children. Mm-hmm. He stood up for his daughter who was raped. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. It, had that been my child, I would have done more than just stand up and yell. Might have to open up a can of whoop ass on well, somebody. And, and because of this, he and many other parents who are in similar circumstances are uh, viewed as domestic terrorists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So government overreach a little. You think? And his name is Mark Smith. Okay. <laughs> uh, old Mark Smith, he was the guy who said, hadn't heard of that, even though he was the guy who did the transfer. Huh. Yeah. Really? So, anyway, boy in a skirt. I was skirt, just told to sign it, man. Look, they've, they've been saying this for years about bathrooms. Mm-hmm. They've been saying the whole thing about bathrooms for years and how, I don't know, uh, how, how you're Neanderthal if, if, you, if somebody identifies as a woman but has a wiener and walks into a women's bathroom. That makes you uh, basically a dumb redneck if uh-huh. you don't like that. Mm-hmm. I have a daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, n- no bueno. No. Uh, because what is one smart kid going to do? He's going to put on a dress. He's going to put on a skirt. He's going to go into the bathroom. Uh-huh. Yeah. Kids aren't really known for their great decision making. Really? <laughs> yeah. Not until 26 years old. And that's really a kid. Do you think that's why? And this was this was a proposal, uh, I don't know, three or four years ago to allow 16-year-olds to start voting in federal elections. Oh, yeah. That's a great idea. Because <laughs> oh you know God. how they're going to vote oh, every yeah. time. Absolutely. Yeah. For the free shit. You know, I had an argument with a woman um, when the whole. You had bathroom- an argument with a woman? Yeah. Say it isn't so. <laughs> I'm a massage therapist. Yeah. And she. It was this whole bathroom thing is when Target decided to allow anybody to use any bathroom. Mm-hmm. And my argument was take the, the, the transgender, whatever person out of the equation, somebody who is, has a wiener, but honestly believes he's a woman Mm -hmm. goes into the bathroom, uses the bathroom, leaves, whatever, washes his hands, hopefully, and then leaves. I said, but what it will do is allow the real perverts who want to, you know, do bad things to women. A man can put on a dress and say, I feel like a woman, mm-hmm. and walk into that bathroom. And she she kept going back to, not all trans people are perverts. And I said, it's not about trans people. It's about just perverts. Mm-hmm. Heterosexual pervert men 
who want to go into a woman's bathroom, all they have to do is put on a dress. And she couldn't get past her myopic view mm-hmm. of I was, you know, trying to wipe out transgenderism or whatever it was. And that's not what it was at all. But see, people get stuck in this, in their viewpoint. Yeah. So stridently, they cannot hear what you're really saying. Oh, white suburban moms. She was. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's who it always is. She was a white suburban mom of two boys. Uh-huh. Well, it, it's it's just like saying all men aren't rapists, but some are, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, it's it's the same thing. I mean, I bet she would have the opposite view of all men are rapists. They just haven't committed it yet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, these, those are the same people that get off on asking the question, when are you going to stop beating your wife? <laughs> Who said I stopped? Uh, anyway. <laughs> when I feel like it. When, I feel like it. when she behaves. Yeah. <laughs> That's Scott at Tech. Hey. <laughs> I think my wife would probably uh beat the crap out of me. But anyway. Uh so I, I do have since we're in the school vein. All right. I have one more. <laughs> oh, this one's so funny. <laughs> okay. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I know the one you're gonna talk about. Teacher fired for not meowing at student who identifies as cat. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Uh, fired. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the teacher posted the video rant on TikTok. Uh, well, I'm not really, wow. really going to comment on that one. If you're an adult, you probably should be on TikTok anyway. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> a typical day of subbing. Can't make this shit up. The woman was actually in the classroom taking attendance and goes through the attendance and comes to a girl. And as she said her name, she said, meow. And she's like, are you here or not? And she's like, you need to respond to me as my gender, which is a cat. Okay. And she was fired for not recognizing how that old, person's How old was gender. this child, you know, does it say? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Either way, it, it really doesn't matter if it's kindergarten or a senior in high school. It really doesn't matter. It's stupid. Yeah, I don't think it matters, period. I get to the third row and I hear this, meow. Uh, excuse me? I start looking on the ground, though the fourth row, everything's good. Go to the fifth row, everybody's there. Then I hear meow and I'm like, okay, what's up with that? Who's doing that? This little girl in a very front row says, you have to meow back at him. He identifies as a cat. Are you kidding me? In disbelief, she made a joke on litter boxes and pushed the boy to leave the classroom. Then she checks the boy by going to the school's office only to be informed she was fired. In shock, she rebutted by the point of the truth that the child is not a cat. Wow. Let me guess. California. Mm, yeah. I don't know. Gotta be. I'm looking, but. Gotta uh, be. Doesn't say. Doesn't say. Come on, man. Or maybe Loudoun <laughs> County. Come on, man. That's not a joke, man. <sighs> Good Lord. So. Was Corn Papa cereal? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. The ridiculousness of this 
is you're letting the inmates run the asylum at yeah. this point. Yeah. So you can identify as any every anything you want. You don't have to show any ID to vote because that would be racist. Yeah. Unless, but, but you have yeah. to have a vaccination card. And you have to have an ID for that. Yeah. Got to have an ID if you want cigarettes or booze mm-hmm. or entry into a lot of places. Marriage license. Marriage license. Taxes. All of it. Yeah. And let's not say that, you know, it's, it's discriminatory because of income levels. Mm-hmm. Because states, if you can show that you are uh, of under the certain poverty level, they will give, it, give you an ID free. Yes. And even if it's not free... You know, for anybody, they're only like most states. It's like ten bucks. Since we're on voting, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> let's let's go back to Biden going to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. His own state, Delaware, has stricter voting laws. Yes. Than Georgia. Yes, but Georgia, uh, but Georgia's in the South and is full of redneck racists. In uh, a large part of Atlanta, the majority. I mean, I don't know about the majority. A large section of Atlanta population is not white. Okay, let's go back to TikTok. Okay, do we have to? <laughs> I wish we didn't. <laughs> but this is really making people stupid. Yeah, now, let me tell absolutely. you why. Let me tell you why. It gives them a 15-minute attention span. Mm-hmm. So you can hang something out here shiny and go look at the shiny thing over here and don't look at what's going on over here squirrel and this is exactly why they're getting away with these voting right laws in places that are trying to do what delaware has done yeah and they're calling them racist dumb rednecks Mm -hmm. but they're not looking at the people who are pointing the fingers of course not because it goes along with their narrative exactly so with TikTok, we're and most of social media for mm-hmm. that matter, mm-hmm. you're ma- raising a generation of morons. Yeah, that can't pay attention to what happened two weeks ago, two days ago, and the people that are that are saying that I'm not going to take the Trump vax, and they're like, I've been boosted and reboosted and boosted, 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 <laughs> boost, just a virtue signal. Yeah. When they said they weren't going to take it if it came from Trump, but if it comes from their guy, oh, they're all in. Well, it's just like all those statements I read, uh, you know, I stated a little bit ago. Mm -hmm. You know, all those statements that are provably false, they were provably false at the time those statements were made. Yeah. The public just didn't know it. Well, they'll buy whatever they see on the screen. Yes. And they won't do their own research. Because they're so distracted by being entertained twenty four seven. Well, okay. Let's stick with these this voting stuff. Okay. Okay. They're calling it a war on democracy. <laughs> yeah. So war, there's wars everywhere. War on democracy. War on poverty. War on drugs. War on this. War on that. War. That war on drugs thing. How how well has that worked? Or the war on poverty thing. How well has that really worked? So um, the war on democracy is pretty much the uh, the going term for baselessly claiming that U.S. elections will lack legitimacy. Oh, if your side loses, let's set that one up. All right. Yeah. So uh, Biden has come out and and talked about this as um, you know the war on democracy and 
what he's trying to do with the war on democracy and whatever he and uh, Kamala Harris. Whatever those two try to do with this war on democracy is just plain disgraceful. Yeah, he came out and said, ready for this. I'm not going to say it's going to be legit talking about the the upcoming November elections. He said, uh, I'm not going to say it's going to be legit. The increase in the prospect of being illegitimate is in direct proportion to us not being able to get these reforms passed. And hours later, the reforms did not pass. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, and then, you know, the next day, uh, Kamala Harris, the, the veep, uh, she doubled down next day on NBC's Savannah Guthrie. She told Harris that it was astonishing to hear the president cast doubt on free and fair elections. Well, Kamala said in response, we as America cannot afford to allow this blatant erosion of our democracy. And in particular, the right of all Americans who are eligible to vote to have access to their ballot unfettered. Hmm. Now, Unfettered. 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 Yes. Mm. Uh, they have access, unfettered access. Yes. To their ballots. All American citizens. So where she's getting that, uh, out of her ass is where she's getting it. But it's but just. She's redefining the narrative. Exactly. Exactly. If you can say that it's this way, people will just believe it. Yes. You know, we're seeing that all over the place. We have been for years. If you keep keep repeating the lie, the lie becomes the truth. It does. So uh, what I'm seeing, though, mm-hmm. is Biden and Harris doing exactly what they accused Trump of doing with the 2020 elections. Yes. Setting it up to make it sound like it's going to be illegitimate. Therefore, when their side loses, because they are going to lose bigly in November. <laughs> I like that word, bigly. 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 They're going to lose bigly in November. And when they do, they're going to call it illegitimate. Yes. Well, they're going to put a, they're going to cast a doubt on it. They're, they're doing yeah. exactly what the Russians are doing to us. Yeah. To erode the trust in the election process. Yeah. Well, they're calling this Jim, Jim Crow 2.0. Ah. Literally calling it Jim Crow 2.0. Mm-hmm. And saying it's, 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 they're complaining of how hard they make it for minorities to vote. And that it's, like I said, a blatant erosion of our democracy. First off, we don't have a democracy. Number one. Yeah. It's a representative republic. Right. And even if it was a democracy, it wouldn't be any erosion of it. It's no erosion of anything. It's maintain, it's, it's setting and maintaining some standards of law that have been really on the books forever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's actually enforcing stuff that's already that's always been there. I'm hating them more and more as time goes on. But Joe Biden loves Kamala Harris. Tell me more. Oh, yeah. Um, They hated each other during uh, the election. They oh, my God, they hated each other Uh during the primaries. But as Kamala Harris said, those were the primaries. That's what you do. She needs another blam. So anyway, uh, Joe Biden uh, sparked a social media frenzy pretty much uh, on Friday. I hate that social media frenzy. It's better than going viral. (laughs) Yeah. 
<clears throat> but uh, this happened uh, this past Friday over his enthusiastic affection for our uh, embattled is a good word. Mm-hmm. Uh, Veep. Uh, her, I mean, her popularity ratings are, are tanking drastically. I mean, they're getting as bad as they were when she was in the primary. Um, <laughs> huh, go figure. Nobody wants old Campbell to no. know. Oh, God, no. Uh, nobody wants him either. But he says, here we go. Hi, Kamala. I love you. You always have my back. You are really amazing. You are the best partner I could imagine. <laughs> and to that, Harris replied, I do. I don't know. Huh? Uh, yeah, that's what she said. Okay. Uh, the DNC said uh, of it that it was, all they said was, what a team. Um, okay, I, I, can, I can explain this. Yes. So I've had a parent with dementia. Okay. And the weird thing about dementia is in this case, the parent was absolute demon. Okay. (laughs) When that parent went through dementia, became the sweetest person ever. And this is exactly what's happening to Joe. Oh. So it's not. He's still still kind of demonic. It's not Sheriff Joe. Yeah, it's it's sweet Joe, sweet and cuddly Joe, sweet cuddly Joe, sweet and cuddly Joey. Because his uh, he doesn't know where the hell he is and no. what he's doing. He's not sure who he's talking to. He has no idea. And there, you know, they and I'm just speculating. <laughs> Pump him up with meth and vitamin B12 to get him in front of the camera <laughs> to get him lucid long enough. Uh huh. Get him out of the basement long enough mm-hmm. and out of. The, out of the hospital bed that mm-hmm. they're keeping him on life support long enough yep. to make a speech that he still screws up and he still flubs. I did have another story here. Joe Biden accidentally green lighted a Russian attack on Ukraine. <laughs> which, I love it. Which camel toe went back and had to clean up. Oh, that's why he loves her. He doesn't know what he's saying. Um, he says what he's told to say and then flubs it from time to time, yeah. which could just screw everything up. Well, this is the guy with the nuclear football people. Camel Toe Harris has joined in the White House's campaign to repair Joe Biden's flub on Ukraine in a press conference on Wednesday when he revealed NATO is divided on how to respond to a, quote, minor incursion, unquote, from Russia. Mm -hmm. She says the president of the United States has been very clear, lie, (laughs) even saying that's a lie. Yeah. And we as the United States are very clear. If Putin takes aggressive action, we're prepared to levy serious and severe costs, period. Sanctions. That's what yeah, he's talking yeah. about, which don't mean crap. No. Harris said on Thursday yeah, I mean, morning, they, we've already done that. Look how, look how well they're working. Yeah. She was on with Savannah Guthrie on NBC Today show, mm-hmm. and Savannah countered that the White House, House White House, ah, the White House, <laughs> the White House, has been less than clear, issuing a statement just minutes after Biden's press conference affirming the united response between the U.S. and its allies. Mm -hmm. She says, Savannah, 
I'm being clear with you right now. If you're interested, I'll continue to be clear. Bitch pudding. She is such a bitch. Uh, so she goes in for damage control of what Biden flubbed. And she's the worst person in the world to do damage control. But here's the thing. NBC is now hitting back on them. Uh, well, that's that's um, what I was talking about with uh, threat to our democracy. The war on democracy thing mm-hmm. um, was also on that same Savannah Gunthrey show. Well, the honeymoon's over. Oh, yeah. Because these news, well, they're seeing it in their ratings. They're mm-hmm. tanking and they're seeing it in the ratings. They're, they've been softballing this administration yep. since it came in. Yep. The honeymoon's over. They're oh, yeah. going to have to start hitting these guys with some real questions on the real stuff that's happening. You know, <laughs> it, it's it, it's just like standing in front of the burning building saying mostly peaceful protests. Yeah. Until when? You caught the building on fire? Yeah. It was a mostly peaceful attempted murder until I shot him. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is the same woman that likened January 6th to September 11th, 2001. Or 1941. And, and yeah, December 7th, 1941. Idiot. Yeah. Idiot. Absolutely. Idiot. Propagandist, idiot, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, has has nobody else out there noticed the tensions rising all over the world yeah. since Biden took office? Look at Taiwan and China. Taiwan, uh, China just did its largest Air Force incursion over Taiwan airspace, 39 planes. Well, it's because they know Joe's not going to do anything about no. it. He's going to talk a big game and not do a single thing. They're viewing us as weak now. Now, nobody mess with Trump. Now, let's, let's not forget Afghanistan and the fuck up of a withdrawal that Biden did. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would not have happened with Trump. Oh, that's been over two weeks. I forgot all about that. Yeah. Everybody, well, <laughs> our news site, there's so much, you know, that it's easy to forget some of these things, you know, and I'm not making, making fun of you, Scott. Well, not right now, but <laughs> feel free. Yeah, I will. Else does. I, I mean, I will. I, mean, I don't have a problem with that, mm-hmm. but no, I'm just saying the American public doesn't keep up with a lot of these things two, two weeks, two, two months, whatever, after something happens, because our news cycle is chock full of stuff. Well, but that goes back to what we were talking about with social media. Yeah. It's gotten people's need for constant entertainment. Yes. Has them so trained like a dog. Boop, boop, boop. Give me oh, my and, treat. And Give that, me my treat. Well, that's what most of these news programs are is entertainment. Yeah. They are actually billed as entertainment. Yeah. They're opinion pieces. Yes. Fortunately, CNN is going to be changing with the, the buyout of CNN by the Discovery Channel. Yep. They're shaking things up and they they want to get it back to an actual news station, which it used to be. Well, fire Don Lemon first. Yeah, he needs to go. God, <laughs> he needs to go. Jake Tapper is holding on barely. Well, Jake's kind of taking some uh he's he's kind of swung around a little bit. Yeah, so. well, he's doing what he's doing what he's told. Mm-hmm. You know, they I think we talked about this uh last episode, but the higher ups at CNN killed one of his stories. Yes. Because Pfizer made a phone call. Mm-hmm. Again, bottom line. That'll tell you who controls the media. Yep. Brought to you by Pfizer. Pfizer. 
Well, next thing I got is old Biden is trying to strengthen the power grid by. <laughs> oh, shit. Come on. By causing a gas crisis. Of course. Um, and that's just my view on this. Uh, the Department of Energy launches a new initiative from President Biden's bipartisan infrastructure law uh-huh. to modernize the national grid. Before we go, before we go into deep into the story, let's talk about what he's done thus far. So he wants us all to drive electric cars, but uh-huh. gives away the largest lithium deposit on the planet in Afghanistan to China to China so we can buy lots of batteries from those guys of course I don't know if people have checked out how much lithium batteries cost but they're expensive yeah Yeah. expensive just uh look at replacement costs of the batteries in these cars well yeah like like the Tesla it's almost not worth no Uh, there was a guy on YouTube who blew up his Tesla because they said he had to replace the battery and he literally blew it up. Wow. Yeah, it's quite expensive. There's that. And then he shuts down our pipelines mm-hmm. and then gives the okay for Russia's pipeline. Right. So we can buy all this stuff from other people instead uh-huh. of what Trump did, which was make us energy independent. So this whole. I guess they're calling this building a better grid. Oh, my God. Part of it is build build back back broker. Yeah. The initiative is to catalyze the nationwide development of new and upgrading high capacity electric transmission lines. President Biden wants 100 percent clean energy by 2035. Of course he does. That's not going to happen. No. Anyway, you you couldn't do that by 2135. No. Mm-mm. When when we go through this stuff and we, we look at what they're really trying to do here is just spend money well, is yeah. all they're trying to do. Yeah. And they're trying to uh, really cut the throats of the American people. We all drive cars that run on fossil fuels. Yes. And they're trying to make that so stinking expensive to where we'll go out and buy electric vehicles. Which get charged by plants that use fossil fuels. Yes. And fossil fuels are used in the production of those cars. Yes. Among all other sorts of environmental hazardous things. And so they can corner that market. Yes. As China corners the lithium market because we just gave it to them. Now, what people have to think about is if all right, we wave a wand mm-hmm. and everybody has electric vehicles now. Okay. And they, they make sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. They all make sense. We can do everything we're supposed to do with them. We can get 400 miles out of them Mm -hmm. on a charge. Fine. Mm -hmm. They're just going to jack electricity up. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and and the thing is, the power grid right now wouldn't be able to handle everybody charging their cars all the time. Yeah. It, It would be impossible. I mean, they're already having problems in places around San Francisco with too much energy coming into the circuits because of all the solar panels Mm -hmm. that have been installed. There's no way they can handle that sort of draw. So I looked at, Oh, and did you know it's more expensive to run an electric car than it is a gasoline car? Well, I looked at what it costs to fill up a Tesla. Okay. Quote unquote, fill up a Tesla to 80%. Okay. 
And they said on average is $14. Okay. Okay. Having said that, and that'll get you 200 miles. Okay. At 80%. Okay. If you're using the fast chargers. So it costs you $14 right now. Yeah. But if everybody's doing that, they're going to jack up the prices. I've seen these electric companies. They say we have to raise prices because the demand is higher. Yeah. And then they raise it up. Mm -hmm. And just like everything else that they do with gas and everything else, Mm -hmm. they lower it by 10%. They jack it up 30%. They lower it by 10%. And everybody's like, I'm glad the prices came down. No, they didn't come down. No. They're still higher. Yes. And that's exactly what they're going to do with the electric company. And to say an electric company is not a monopoly is a farce. Well, yeah. I mean, you can have these little co-ops that branch off of your electric company, but the electric company is the electric company. They're the people who own nuclear. Yes. And that's where, you know, now nuclear is good. <laughs> nuclear is great. Nuclear is well, great. Well, I mean, if, if you don't think it's a monopoly, okay, switch your electric provider. Good luck. Unless you're, unless you're in some places in Texas. Well, in Texas, you have co-ops. Right. But they're still buying. Their, they all get it from one place. They get it from yeah. one place. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a farce. You get down to a, you know, instead of a big government, which I guess you could call it that because electric companies are regulated by the government. Oh, yeah. And they Hev- do whatever, heavily regulated. And they do whatever the government tells them to do. Banks do but, the same. Yes and no. They do whatever the government tells them to do, but they are the, also the ones that are telling the government what it needs to tell the electric companies to do. You yeah, know, yeah, it's they're making their own rules. They have the government make the rules that they want. Well, that's that's where we get for into, the most part. That's where we get into the lobbyists and things like that. Right, but yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've made it impossible for smaller companies to come in and provide any competition. Right. You know, you go to any major lake that has a dam that produces hydroelectric energy and the water is literally owned, owned Mm -hmm. by the electric company. Yes. So if you want to build a dock or anything like that, you have to get permission from the committee at the electric company. Yeah. And those plans have to be approved. I've heard from friends of mine that live on lakes Mm -hmm. that you basically have to bribe them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just a farce that they're talking, let's do clean, let's do clean, when it's still, still all about the dollar. Absolutely. And so this is, this is just, it's a scam. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a farce. They're, they're doing all this stuff and they're spending all this money and they're, they're putting that money into the pockets of their friends that they owe favors to. Uh And so anytime you see, uh, I mean, just take road construction, for example, just to do uh, a road. I mean, I've seen roads take decades. Oh, yeah. So you could keep a company in business for decades. Yeah, of course. If that's your buddy, you just put his kids through college, mm-hmm. got him a new boat and, mm-hmm. or yacht. But it's, the way it's, it's always been, it, you know, it, come meet the new boss just like the old boss. Yeah. You know, the king is dead. Long live the king. And these electric cars, I'm sorry, but they're disposable. Yeah. There's nothing you can do. No, uh, they have to be. I mean, the, the, to replace the batteries is 80% of the initial price of the car. Mm-hmm. So if you have one of these cars for, 
I mean, and they're not meant to last 10 years, but say you have one for 10 years. Mm-hmm. It'd be pretty much unheard of. Yeah. Today, my car is 11 years old. Mm-hmm. It runs fine. Yeah. Runs great. You can't do that with these electric cars. Batteries won't last that long. No. But say say one did, and you have that car for 10 years. It's depreciated considerably. Mm-hmm. But if the, when the, say the batteries go out after 10 years, it's going to cost you 80% of the initial price of the car to replace it, to replace those batteries. Therefore, the replacement batteries are going to be worth twice as much as what your car is worth. Mm-hmm. It would be like, you know, having a, I don't know, whatever car, gas running car today, it's 10 years old. It's worth, say, I don't know, five grand. Okay. But to re- but you have to replace the engine and the engine is going to cost you 10 grand. So you would have to put a $10,000 engine in a $5,000 car. Yeah. Now, I mean, I see that happening a lot with rims and wheels and stereo systems. <laughs> $3,000 rims on a $500 car. But hey, you know, that's what you want to do. Fine. But what, what's going to happen is these cars, these electric cars, the batteries will die. They are batteries. Mm-hmm. They will die. Yes, they're rechargeable. Um, have you ever had a rechargeable battery before? They do die eventually. Yeah, like cell phones. Yes. They degrade after a while. And but, you only have so many charging cycles. They have yes. a finite life. Yes. And the capacity of the battery goes down over time. Mm-hmm. So if you buy an electric car, know that in a few years... You will have to get a new car. You can't just fix it. Yeah. Well, and, and like Tesla, there's a the big thing there. You can't, nobody can work on a car, a Tesla, except for a Tesla dealership, period. Right. Yeah. That you just can't do it. Exactly. So. <laughs> as much as I like Elon, that's, I mean, monopolistic. Yeah. A little? Just a little bit. Just a little bit. That's all I got about that. But Joe's Joe's dreaming of electric cars is you're just not going to switch the infrastructure that fast. No. No, it's just I mean, not going to happen. Now, I believe that our hodgepodge of electrical infrastructure is a mess. Yeah, of course. It's I think we should be all nuclear. Yeah, I agree. Um, so does France. So does uh, so do a lot of places that are investing in nuclear new nuclear plants except germany germany (laughs) who is shutting down all of their nuclear yep and it was just it just came out from uh i don't remember if it's the un council or the eu that natural gas and nuclear are now considered clean energy Mm -hmm. funny how that happens isn't it it's whatever we think it is whatever we say it is exactly Whatever is going to keep money flowing into our pockets. That's right. Well, I mean, um, Japan, uh, the Japan Atomic Energy Agency and Mitsubishi Heavy Industries are set to cooperate with uh, Bill Gates in the U.S. on building a new high-tech nuclear reactor in Wyoming. Hmm. Japan is, I remember in the 80s, it was a big thing. Japan was, I mean, they were dominating everything. Yeah. More than China is now. Japan was dominating everything. Electronics, cars, everything. And they were, at one point, uh, Japanese owned 
the Empire State Building. They owned uh, several of our national parks. They all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're letting them back in that door. You know, they're going to be part owner of a nuclear reactor in Wyoming. Great. Awesome, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, they're supposed to be uh, signing that agreement this month. Oh, yeah. Um, Terra Power, an advanced nuclear power venture founded by Gates. He's just into a little bit of everything. Farmer, Farmer Dr. Bill. Farmer Dr. Bill. It's set to open its uh, natrium plant in Wyoming in 2028. U.S. government will provide funding to cover half of the $4 billion project. Is that where he's going to grow the alien hybrids? Uh, yeah. <laughs> produce the nanotechnology to implant uh, stuff in your arm. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing all kinds of weird stories that people have gotten vaccines and now they go through metal detector and it beeps. Yeah, I'm not. Magnets. On board. And not all on board yeah, I'm not. Either. I am not thing, either. But, yeah. I don't think the vaccine has any nanotechnology in it no why because the organic's bad enough yeah i don't think there's any rfid chips being implanted and i don't think we're turning the friggin' frogs gay i don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay do you understand that turn the friggin' frogs gay (laughs) but uh lastly on on this piece um this is the level that Bill Gates will go to, um, he Terra Power, which is like I said, the advanced nuclear power venture founded by Gates, had initially explored the prospect of building an experimental nuclear plant with state-owned China National Nuclear Corps. Mm. Yeah, that's one of the one of the um, uh, departments that uh, Trump's uh, administration had restricted uh, deals with. You know, this state owned, China owned, the Chinese government owned. That way, nuclear core. that way they can just shut it down anytime they like. Absolutely. Because they, oh, I don't know. Huawei didn't have a back door into every router and switch that they ever installed and their cameras. Yes. Yeah. Huh. And their phones. Mm-hmm. That's why they were banned here. And okay. The nuclear waste that's produced. That's that's how we get nuclear bombs. Mm-hmm. It's from the waste, you know, dirty bombs, things like that. That all comes from nuclear waste. Mm-hmm. Well, if China owns a nuclear plant, what's going to happen to that waste? They're going to collect it. They're going to do something with it. Who knows? You know, I, I don't know where there the possibilities are endless on where this could go. But Gates was willing to deal with these people building a high tech. Uh, experimental nuclear plant in Wyoming. Great. Right. Let's see, Wyoming. That same state as Yellowstone. Same state as the super volcano that's underground. That <laughs> last time it erupted, uh, I don't know, 100,000 years ago or whatever, they determined that it, when its eruption happened, it left three foot of ash in North Carolina. Wow. That's how big of an eruption that is. I don't know. Um, just some things to think about with old Dr. Farmer Bill. Mike Lindell says mm-hmm. he's disgusted with two banks he claims are cutting ties with him over cancel culture 
after his phone records were subpoenaed by January 6th committee. Hmm. This is uh, a little bit of a concern for me. You know, we, we talked about this. Wow. Early on, yeah. like under episode 10, we mm-hmm. talked about the banks coming in and controlling you and canceling you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about credit card companies doing this. Uh, you know, over your beliefs and how you were being tracked and how the social media companies were going to blacklist you past that on to other companies like credit card companies and Mm -hmm. banks and the FBI so that you could be totally persona non grata. Yeah. Social credit score. And so you don't have any access to resources so that you will comply. Yes. Absolutely. Um, Wait a minute. You mean like not being able to work because you haven't followed a certain mandate? Exactly. Oh. So uh, (laughs) compliance is mandatory. (laughs) One, this is bad. Number two is, is a great opportunity to do something alternative for somebody who's brave enough. Mm -hmm. So this is, this is where, you know, a lot of companies, they get into this woke standard and ESG is going in full force. That has, uh, has really taken hold and a lot of companies are starting to push it now. And that's another scam because yeah, absolutely. It's just like carbon credits. Yeah. Only the people at the top are making money on this and they're only putting in these, these types of, bogus smokescreen mandates and let's call them or requirements Mm -hmm. for some kind of certification that doesn't mean jack shit. Yeah. Doesn't mean anything. And if you don't believe that, just look at the carbon credit score. So you can pollute as much as you want, as long as you pay them for it. Yeah. As long as you pay Al Gore. Yeah. They're not, they're not saving the world. They're just charging for what you were going to do anyway. Right. Oh, it's going to be a deterrent. No, these multi-billion dollar corporations, they don't care. They pass the cost on. Yeah. So they're not losing anything. You know, look, the Mike Lindell thing, I'm I'm neither here nor there with it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I believe the guy should believe whatever he wants to believe. And if he believes that that Trump's coming back, whatever. I mean... Fine. But the guy shouldn't be canceled for his own personal beliefs. No, absolutely not. I mean, he hasn't done anything. No. I mean, he refused to give up his his uh, phone records for the January 6th, but that's mm-hmm. a legal search and seizure. Exactly. So, yeah. Why cancel him? Because they can. Yeah. Because he has a differing viewpoint. Because they don't he want doesn't his, follow the narrative. They don't want his voice out there. Right. They don't, they don't want to be questioned. Exactly. And going back to what we had talked about last week is I, my car used to have a question authority. And I think people under 20 now or under 25, they would have a bumper sticker that would say, uh, don't question authority. Yeah. <laughs> question disobedience. Yeah. Well, you know, it, actually what it all goes, what it all comes back to is upper middle class and higher mm-hmm. 
white women. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, and I'm not being Karen's misogynistic or, or anything like that about it. What it is, is they have the loudest voices in the woke culture and they control a lot of the money. And so these companies, banks and other companies are bending over backwards to this woke community mm-hmm. because they see that as the community that's spending and saving and, and uh, charging, you know, all the money in the world. So, you know, they're, they see what side of the bread their butter, their bread is buttered on, you know, it's again, the bottom dollar. Yeah. You know, if all the people that are spending the most money are, you know, the loudest voices in there are shouting in one direction, companies will follow that direction. Mm-hmm. If the upper class and upper middle class people started shouting in the other direction, these companies would be doing the exact opposite. Yeah. But that's not what's happening. And that's what's driving all of this is upper middle class white women and their children. <laughs> A lot of their children. Because most of their children are still living at home at 30 years old. Yeah. Well, that about does it for the news. Yeah, I'm I'm good with that. Okay, well, we'll move on to tech news, which is kind of what this tech podcast is named after. Really? Have you tried turning it off and on again? All right. First one I've got is, I know you have it too. <laughs> Intel to invest at least, I at know. least 20 billion in Ohio chip making facility. Yes, sir. Thank God. Quit offshoring your technology, folks. That's how it's getting taken away from you. Yep. They've decided to bring it back to America. Mm-hmm. Bolstering the company's semiconductor production ambitions as great demand for digital products and a global chip shortage have amplified the need for more manufacturing. Intel says on Friday it would invest in two new chip factories just outside of Columbus, Ohio, to add to Intel's efforts to expand its chip making business. The company has made more than $100 billion in investment pledges over the last year. Mm-hmm. Intel chief executive Pat Gelsinger said that he could eventually grow to accommodate eight chip factories, also known as fabs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're calling it the Silicon heartland. Yeah. Now they're trying now, to draw in a lot of the technologists and stuff from Silicon Valley. Now, one of the things that you said, and and I agree with, cause they're ASICs chips is we're not talking right. car chips. Right. Like we're, we're Even though the government is, is, is coming out, in their statement saying this is going to help alleviate the chip shortages for automakers. Yeah. We're talking CPUs. Yes. And GPUs. Yes. And chipsets for motherboards. Right. Those are the chips that they're talking about. Yes. But ASICs chips, which go in cars, mm-hmm. which are. And various other things. And various other things. Yeah. Uh, that's not what they're talking no. about. Uh, but Samsung is also putting in a chip factory down in Austin. I had heard that, yeah. To uh, make the Equinos ARM chip Mm -hmm. and any other fab that they may put out there. But these companies understand China's business uh, practices Mm -hmm. better than our own government does. Oh, yeah. 
Well, these companies have been, have been functioning in China for a long time. This is the first plant that Intel has put in the United States in 40 years. Yeah, because they were in Ireland, Taiwan, mm -hmm. uh, China, various other places, and, and mainly Ireland because it's a big tax haven. Yeah. Which should tell you something that your own government can tax the crap out of you. <laughs> I don't know. Have you have you seen the new tax rates? Uh-uh. Yeah. Not I don't want to. Not good. I don't want to. Well, the, the, the first plant isn't expected to open until 2025. Mm -hmm. So this is not going to alleviate anything now. in the short term. No, 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 no. In the long term, yes. In the short term, no. Well, it'll give us independence and it'll get away from corporate espionage, which uh, China's known for. So China just recently had a hostile takeover by the arm manufacturing. Mm -hmm. They took all the intellectual property, renamed it, and now it's theirs because they had 51%. Yeah. And they cut the British investment firm completely out of it. <laughs> so they just took it, called it theirs, said it was their technology, mm -hmm. and it's a done deal. People don't realize that China, once they get something, it's theirs. Yeah. You can't sue China. They don't uh, recognize the international uh, intellectual property rights. Yeah, or patent laws. They yeah. don't care. No. Uh -uh. They don't care. And every company is in some way owned by the state. Yes, absolutely. If you, I don't know, let's say we outsource missile technology to them. <laughs> Yeah. Who's going to have that missile technology? They China. Will. Yes. If you go have their chips manufactured over there, if they figure out what those chips are for guidance systems, mm -hmm. they can put their own back doors in it, whatever yep. they want to do. Absolutely. I don't know where this eludes people. I don't, I don't understand the people that just don't care. Yeah. It, it doesn't make any sense. To, well, it, it does make sense to me because here, here we go on that, on that short attention span. Mm -hmm. China and Russia have always been known for their long game. Right. Oh, yeah. America's attention span is so short that they say, oh, we'll go have this manufactured over there. It'll be all good. It'll be fine. We'll we'll uh, get a boat and a Ferrari and, and we're good to go. <laughs> get a yacht. Yeah. Need a yacht. And they're only concerned about how it affects them, but it, they're, nobody's concerned about how it's going to affect their children, what the back doors are going to be and no. stuff like that. They just are, are clueless. This happens in the IT industry mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. So we'll have some executive come in from another company and over here, we did it like this. We mm -hmm. use this program. So I want this program installed. It'll be cloud-based. And, and I have to tell these people, I'm like, the risk rating on this stuff is crap. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, your IT, your doctor, no. It's like, well, <laughs> no, that's not it. You have to look at the risk rating. You have right. And, and they're going on their own convenience, what's convenient mm -hmm. for them. Mm -hmm. They're not looking at the risk that it poses to the entire company or the intellectual property that we have. Mm -hmm. And whether that be, you know, PII, personal, personal identifiable, identifiable information, mm -hmm. or PCI with credit information, mm -hmm. they're not even thinking about that. They just want what's easiest on them. Yeah. We're a whole country like that. Now, it is my job to ensure the corporation's safety and see what another thing that, that people don't realize is when they put stuff in the cloud, depending on what that contract says, mm -hmm. depends on if they're liable, if anything gets lost 
or leaks or breaches or anything right. like that. Nine times out of 10, they are not. No. If you're a financial institution, you're always liable. Yes. Always. Doesn't matter who. You, doesn't yep. matter what happened on the other side. You're liable. Mm-hmm. But another part that nobody ever looks at, and I always have to remind people of this: what is a surrender fee? So if you want your data back, mm-hmm. and they've got to put it in a format that you can get it back in, mm-hmm. let's say we have a online database that okay. has all your information on it, and you've been feeding that information in there for ten years, mm-hmm. how are you going to get it back? Now, you and I know how to do yeah, that. Yeah. But let's just say we worked at a company that right. we knew how to do that. Regular Joe user has no idea. And they start getting rid of the IT department because they want to outsource everything. Uh-huh. I came into contact with a situation not too long ago where we acquired a company. And I say not too, we're still going through it. <laughs> <laughs> we acquired a company that was using a email archival service offsite cloud service okay it's about fifteen hundred dollars a month which mm-hmm. is not that's no, nothing no and we said well we want to pull all that data out because we can't do it ourselves mm-hmm. we want to pull all that data out and have it in a format we can read how how much you're going to do do that for how much you think that costs mm-hmm. how uh, much take a guess 20 grand seventy five thousand dollars oh yeah so there's also a surrender fee. Yes. That nobody pays attention. Oh, use cloud, use cloud, use mm-hmm. cloud. I'm telling you folks, unless you are a small business that needs to spin up an infrastructure really quick, mm-hmm. a startup, always do your stuff in-house. Yes. Always. This whole cloud marketing crap, it's I get so sick of hearing it. You get these slick guys coming in in suits and they're cloud, 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 <laughs> cloud, 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 cloud. Let us manage your data. So here again, I know I've said it before on this podcast. Are you going to rent a house? Or are you going to buy a house? Yes. If you're a millennial, you're probably going to rent. If you're a Gen Xer, you're probably going to buy. Yeah. You have a computer. Why not use it? Yeah. Why, why rent, rent somebody, somebody else's, else's <laughs> computer to do the same thing you can do on your own? Exactly. Where exactly. you then still own your own data. But getting back to <laughs> now that I've gone off on my tangent. Yeah. Why not? Back to Intel. No, this is a good move. Bringing everything back in. I, I really don't care how long it takes, but I know that Intel's had a had a pretty hard hit. AMD's really on their heels anyway, mm-hmm. so they've got to do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got to get their, their, their technology is good. They always keep up um, mm-hmm. with each other. They bounce back and forth. The competition is good because it makes chips faster. Right. And I'm all for it. Yes. I like AMD. I like Intel. Yeah. I bounce back and forth between computers. I like competition. Yeah. So uh, the newest gaming machine I bought was an Intel. The machine that I do the podcast on is an AMD. You know, I I don't care either way. It's just whatever I see is the best deal at that point that I can get. Yeah. And I, I, I get it. Um, yeah. To give it, get it back here. The, well, what I was getting at is, Intel took a big hit this year because they could not produce enough chips. Mm-hmm. They could not get their computer sales up because China wasn't giving them what right. they needed. Well, China, and it's known that China stockpiles things. Yeah. China creates false shortages. Mm-hmm. China, China um, has, or, or exports 
65% of all the world's grain. And they've been stockpiling that for years. I think four years now. Think that's non GMO? (laughs) (laughs) This is this is some scary stuff that people need to start realizing. And I figured out why it is companies still manufacture things in China and will continue. And it's it's projected to grow mm-hmm. that companies will be still be manufacturing in China. And it's because culturally we've gotten to a point where living within your means is not a thing anymore. And that happened with credit. Yeah. And well, yeah, credit definitely, but it's more like keeping up with the Joneses. Well, that happened during the 80s. And it it started in the 80s, and it kind of slacked off some. um, But the real buildup has happened in the last 10 to 15 years. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, okay, I make, I don't know, say $1,000 a week. And that's enough to afford, you know, a three-bedroom house. Nice three-bedroom house. Mm -hmm. And I get a raise. I'm making $1,500 a week. Well, you know what? I have to move. Yeah. <laughs> I need to get a four bedroom house, you know, and each time and I get a, I have to get a nicer car and I have to this and I have to that. I have to eat nicer things. Mm-hmm. I have to go to nicer places, you know, and every time that happens, every time I get a raise that keeps happening. Well, the only way I can keep doing that is if I keep buying really low cost items. Most of them are made very cheaply. Yes. And I don't mean cheaply as as a uh, amount of money, cheaply as in labor-wise. Yeah. Um, slave labor. Well, slave like labor, Nike. but <laughs> I was also meaning, you know, it's made cheap. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's crap, mm-hmm. but it's less expensive. So I can get more of it, and I can at least appear to be richer than what I am. Mm-hmm. And I can keep up with the Joneses that way. Got to be successful. That way, I don't have to spend a little extra, and it wouldn't be much, but a little extra, to have nicer things that are made here in the United States. Mm-hmm. And that's where it really boils down to. I have to have the appearance of having more money, of living better than you do, you know, keeping up with the Joneses. It's the, again, it's the $3,000 rims on the $500 car. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, when I'm, I'm getting rent to own rims. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's there, I don't know. Where you're listening from, but I, there are places around where I live that actually have rent-to-own rims. It just so good, blows Lord. my mind. You know, it, it's the same thing. So if, as a culture, we would revert back to living within our means and buying things we need and some things you want. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, you know, live like a hermit with bare walls, you know, but I like having a big TV. But I don't need a hundred inch. You know, I don't need the biggest, baddest TV that's out there. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's something I can't afford to buy right now, you know, I can save for it if that's what I want. Mm-hmm. But I don't need to do it just to keep up with everybody else. And I can spend a little extra on it if I know that it's being produced here. I'm giving somebody a good job. You know, I'm not paying for a slave, literally a slave to create it. That horse has left the barn. <laughs> that's some nice, I know. that's some nice thinking going back I to know. the seventies, but that horse has left the barn. 
What I will say is a good remediation to what you just said is, and I know you and I believe like this, but mm-hmm. take care of yourself. That yes. is your job to take care of yes. yourself. So, and what I mean by that is don't depend on the government. Don't depend on local government. Mm-hmm. Don't depend on your job. Don't depend on anything. Build up a plan that if everything went to shit, and I'm not talking prepper stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not even right. going there. Uh, but make sure that even the even the U.S. government says in in the Department of Homeland Security have ten gallons of water and enough mm-hmm. food for a week mm-hmm. in case of inclement weather, mm-hmm. in case of terrorist attack or anything like that. They put this out. That right. is out there. That is not yeah. prepper stuff. No. That is is not saying go buy a bazooka. <laughs> or buy a tank. No. Yeah. Well, mm. I wouldn't mind having a tank. No. But uh, <clears throat> anyway. See, if you had one, I'd have to get one. Well, I already have chain <laughs> guns, and you, your HOA won't let you do that. So. <laughs> but uh, anyway, take care of yourself. Make sure you take care of you and your family. Uh, we've become a very selfish society. Absolutely. I mean, take for instance, just anybody out there right now, if you don't believe like I believe, then then Mm -hmm. I don't like you and you should be punished. It's the ultimate in selfishness. Yeah. Yeah. Self-centeredness. And silencing other people for their beliefs. I mean, that's selfishness. Mm -hmm. I don't silence people for their beliefs. Let me call them stupid, but they've got the right to say it. Yeah. I don't believe they should be silenced. And that, that really goes back to, you know, the MyPillow guy. He's being Mm -hmm. silenced. Mm -hmm. They're trying... And that brings me to another story mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> about OAN. So OAN, which was for for people who don't know, is kind of like the opposite of CNN. <laughs> yeah. So they're they're on one America network. Yeah, they're yeah. Flip a coin, they're the other side of that. Yes. So although I don't think they've been caught in a bunch of lying scandals, but they they provide the opposite view in the same manner that CNN does. Yeah. They were big on uh, helping Trump through Mm -hmm. his presidency, Mm -hmm. helping getting him elected and things like that. Now they are trying to direct TVs, taking them off. Really? Yeah. And they're saying that they're basically being silenced by direct TV, taking them off and I don't know where else you can get them, to be honest with you. I, I mean, um, they stream. Um, they do have a streaming service. D- do they? I'm not sure if it's the, is it their own service? I know you can stream from their website and I know they have, they are still on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they're a little more commercial than that. I'm, I don't think that they could probably survive on a streaming only, but probably not their business model. And that does make a difference when you have a specific business model mm-hmm. between the um, internet only and broadcast TV, mm-hmm. there's a significant difference in the business model and yeah. their business model will not survive on online only. So they're being taken off of direct TV. And the thought is, or the, the kind of the rumor is the reason why they're being taken off is so Trump can't get reelected. Now, OAN has done... Would not surprise me. Yeah, they've done a few documentaries on COVID-19 and Mm -hmm. 
some of the uh, BS that we talk about mm-hmm. that goes on. They've done some documentaries on it. And I think that's why they're being canceled. And that's yeah. what I'm hearing from behind the scenes. So if they do get canceled, you can make sure. And it's AT&T, the Death Star. <laughs> AT&T, DirecTV, same yes. company. If that happens, then uh, I'll make sure that in no way, shape, or form are they getting any more of my money. Not because of OAN, just because that they would do this. Yes. And I wouldn't want this to happen to CNN, no. even though I hate CNN. Yes. I wouldn't want it to happen even to Even PMSNBC. You shouldn't be silenced. No. And, and I don't believe anybody should be silenced. No. So that's a, another freedom infringing uh, thing that, that the woke counterculture is really trying to do. Well, the woke culture, I don't even know if they're counterculture anymore. No, they're not really um, counterculture. Um, we are, we're the actual counterculture ones now. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it's, that funny? <laughs> it's weird. It blows my mind. I, <laughs> yeah, it just, it really does. I do have one more, uh, <laughs> say something that's gone. One more tech story about, uh, them inf- invading into our lives. And this one's, this one affects your technology and your money. Actually. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go with it. IRS to start requiring facial recognition scans to access tax returns. Oh, my God. (sighs) IRS and their 87,000 new employees. And subtext on that is privacy advocates warn the practice is invasive. You think? Really? Okay. Let me tell you where this goes wrong. I'm not even going to read the story because. Where it goes wrong? I mean, how many places does it go wrong? Well, I'm going to tell you the main. All right. Go for it. So you get this facial recognition scan. Guess what? That that mapping of your face, mm-hmm. those points go into a database. Yes, they do. Guess what just happened? You can be identified anywhere. Anywhere at any time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if it, it, it's like geomapping. Yeah. You know, uh, geofencing, sorry. You know, if, if a crime happens right now, there are places where if a crime happens, the cell phone companies will give the agency who's looking into it, whoever happened to be in that place within a two block radius of where that crime happened. Yeah. That happened because of January 6th. Now they're going to say, okay, uh, what about all the cameras that the city itself has out? Cause cities have cameras all over the place. Mm-hmm. Now they're going to go, okay, use this facial recognition software and tell me everybody that's around that area during the time of a robbery. Right. And and this is where it gets dangerous because with like fingerprints and stuff like that, you mm-hmm. have to go through a process yes. to do that. With facial facial recognition, anybody who's got a camera, anybody. Mm-hmm. So you're talking street cameras, you're mm-hmm. talking security cameras that a company may have, your cell phone videos, cell phone videos, anything like that. You can be identified anywhere. Yep. And that doesn't mean you're doing anything right or wrong. It just means you can be identified anywhere. And so you can be implicated into something you had nothing to do with. Absolutely. And it's not just crimes. It's at any time, anywhere, for any reason. Yeah, the tracking. Would, would you like, I mean, think about it. Would you like to be tracked all the time, every day? Uh, n- even the answer if is no. <laughs> even if you don't think you're doing anything wrong, 
Think about it. No, yeah. I don't. No. No, I, I don't want to be knowing where I am, and I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm a law-abiding citizen. Yes. And for that, I should be left alone. Absolutely. It, it, it blows my mind the government overreach that's happening, and people are just going, oh, well, that's cool. Facial recognition. Oh, that means nobody else can get into it. But you know what? You're not going to read the terms and conditions. You mean I don't have to get a username and password? I just look into the camera? Uh-huh. I don't have to remember another password? People aren't taking the onus of their own privacy. No, not at all. They give it away all the time. And so what the government's going to say is you can't access this information unless we have a facial scan. It's definitely going to be all those people that use password one as their password. <laughs> and there's actually a lot of people that do that. Well, that's what the capital P. Oh, okay. So well, that makes it more. I made it more complex. Or, or <laughs> password one bang exclamation point. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. All right. Well, you know what? Let's, let's stick on the privacy issue. All right. European Parliament approves initial proposal to ban some targeted ads. Targeted ads. Targeted ads. Yeah, the initial draft of a bill, it aims to curb big tech's invasive advertising practices. Uh, so the Digital Services Act, um, which was first introduced in 2020, will prevent p- platforms like Google, Amazon, and Meta-owned Facebook from using sensitive information such as sexual orientation, race, religion, or et cetera, for targeted ads. This is the bread and butter of these companies. Mm -hmm. The more specific demographic information they have, the more they can sell your data for. Yep. Is really what it boils down to. Um, It's requiring services to give users the ability to easily opt out of tracking um, and pressure platforms to remove illegal content and products online, including including hate speech or counterfeit goods. <laughs> let's, let's lump, lump those goods, two, you mean? Let's lump those two things together. Hate speech and counterfeit goods. Whatever. Um, I've already talked many times on, on my thoughts on hate speech. I hate speeches too. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> I really do. Uh, there's no such thing as hate speech. It's just speech. You don't like. That you don't like or you really don't like. Yeah. You know, it's, it's one or the other. Um, and guess what? If somebody's posting something that you don't like, block them. Or suck it up, buttercup. Quit being such a pussy. Well, there's that too. Either way, it's not hate speech. You know, and it's not something that should be banned. Mm-hmm. If it's not actually illegal, it should not be banned. There's a lot of speech that I really dislike yeah. that I even hate on all sides of the aisle on all from all quarters of the world. There's different speech patterns, things that are said that I just don't like. I don't listen to them. Mm-hmm. I don't subscribe to those, you know, podcasts or articles or whatever. But anyway, back to what this was about. Um, Yeah, this is the bread and butter of these companies is to sell your information. The more specific the democratic information, um, you know, the more they can sell your information for. Right. Well, it's also requiring that you are 
easily able to opt out of these services. They call them services. Um, I call them infringements. Well, everything should, they should do a law where everything is opt in. Yes. And well, that's the whole, that was the purpose of opting in and opting out was you had to opt in and then you could opt out if you want. You're not automatically set to get stuff. Automatically enrolled. Yes. You're not (laughs) supposed to do that. Um, Not without something glaring in front of you that says you will be enrolled in this. If you sign up here, I can see 20 Facebook. I can see 20 years from now. Okay. Yeah. I can, I can see this people, people are going to wake up to all these new technologies. Mm-hmm. It's going to take about 20 years. Okay. And then in the school systems, they're going to put an online safety class yeah. just for people to be able to deal with it. There yes. is no education on social media being controlled by algorithms or anything like that mm-hmm. at this point. No. And I can see in the future. Yeah, that will be coming, I'm sure, I'm certain. Especially with the metaverse yeah, coming. People are going to have to have this online safety, mm-hmm. you know, to educate them on, okay, if a company says this, this is what it means. Yeah, it's, well, it's going to be just as important as health class. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. And the thing is. Cyber hygiene. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. There's a show. Cyber hybrid hygiene. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, the, the whole opting out of, of tracking and so forth, you know, that a lot of that comes out of, I know when you're surfing the internet, you've seen all these alerts for, we save your cookies for your enjoyment or, you know, to make your experience better or whatever excuse they give you. I like cookies. Yes. Um, and you're supposed to be able to opt out of that. Or opt in, whatever your choice is. Well, Facebook on for their cookies and some of their privacy stuff, to opt out, you have to actually accept the intrusion of all their cookies. And then you can go back in and opt out of specific ones. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice moves, Zach. Isn't it great? So they make it so that you then there's no way of knowing any of this. Mm-hmm. without going through it all, you you can't know how to do it without, you know, somebody who's already done it showing you. So it's or either... Go- or Googling it. Yeah, it's <laughs> either accept everything and get into Facebook or or don't accept everything and not be able to get into Facebook anymore, which is probably better. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy, but... Uh, European unions actually, you know, been cracking down a lot on big tech in the last couple of years, which is good. Somebody wish, needs to. I wish our government would do at least some of this. They're too they're they're too bought and paid for for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um yeah. That's all I have on that story. All right. I got maybe a hopeful story, maybe okay. a scary story. Okay. So let me go ahead and put it out there. <laughs> I'm an Elon Musk fanboy. Yes, you are. You are. But this is kind of scary. Uh-huh. Neuralink seeks to hire clinical trial positions hinting towards imminent human testing. <laughs> so for those who don't know what Neuralink is, <clears throat> it's an implant yeah. that will allow you to communicate through 
a device that is implanted in you mm-hmm. to the internet, to computers, to input information. Uh, go back to the Matrix when Keanu le- learned Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. You know, when they just shot the information straight into <laughs> right, his brain. Right. This is what we're talking about. Also, the good parts about Neuralink is people who have been in bad accidents and who mm-hmm. are paralyzed, it can help them regain mobility. Yes. Those are the good points. Oh, yeah. There are some good. There's a lot of potential bad. The bad points are somebody could hack your brain. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Hack, your, hack brain, your brain. Or if nothing else, they can just read the contents of your mind. Or shut down your bodily functions. Shut down your bodily functions. Or, or Yeah. See, see, this Neuralink thing is going to have a Wi-Fi connection. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait a minute. 5G, please. <laughs> and we'll follow that one up with... <laughs> That's the one. That's the one. But yeah, I mean, it's the fact that, you know, and I, I said 5G and C-band and all that as, as kind of being facetious, but, you know, it's going to use some sort of technology s- similar to that. It's going to use whatever available technology right. it has. And uh, it will, just like every single thing in the world, it will be hackable. Yes. You know, there's no, there is nothing unhackable unless it is not connected. Okay. Well, here's the statement. Give it to me. In August, 2020, Musk and Neuralink engineers unveiled the version point nine device. So it's not even revved yet. It's still beta. Right. Uh, I don't want to be part of that test group. The small chip could be integrated into the human brain to solve a variety of problems, including depression, anxiety, blindness, paralysis, seizures, and other neurological disorders. It's like a Fitbit on your, in your skull with tiny wires. Will it count your steps? M- Musk half jokingly said during his presentation, I could have it right now and you wouldn't even know it. Maybe I do. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't surprise me. Yes. And those are the good parts about it. What are the bad parts about it? You know, firewalls aren't foolproof. Mm -hmm. There's always a way around. Yes. So what if you get a crypto virus that locks your brain down until one of your family members pays to have it? (laughs) Ransomware in your brain. Yeah. What if they, what if they have a ransomware that gives you a boner 24 hours a day and it won't go down (laughs) until you pay them? Or or won't let you get a boner. Well, the other part sounds good in theory until you got to walk around with a boner all the time. Then you're a sex offender. But anyway, (laughs) um, this could go extremely well or it could go extremely wrong. Mm-hmm. As much as I would really like to be a cybernetic organism. Right. As neat as I think that would be. Yeah. You know, be Steve Austin. Yeah. Six million yeah. dollar man. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. If I could air gap myself. <laughs> exactly. If and only if I could connect only when I wanted to mm-hmm. and only through resources I wanted to mm-hmm. maybe, but it would have to be air gapped. And, you know, if anything needed to be uploaded or changed, I would have to have some sort of, you know, a USB port on the side of my neck or something, you know, like Frankenstein. Well, think about it this way. If you could 
shoot information a hundred times faster than you mm-hmm. can naturally absorb it into your brain mm-hmm. and you jump on Facebook and oh then God. all the ads coming from the algorithms hit you all at once. My head would explode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah uh, it, 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 it's pretty scary. Oh, well it's scary considering at the same time, the U S has told athletes to use burner phones when they're at the Beijing, Beijing uh, winter Olympics. Yeah. You know, every device, they said every device, communication, transaction, and online activity may be monitored. Mm-hmm. Okay. If they can't even protect again on a cell phone, how are they going to do it with Neuralink? Well, and just imagine if you were captured by a rogue state and tortured. Oh, man. I mean, they wouldn't even have to physically harm you. They just program nightmares into you or, or turn on pain receptors. Oh my God. Or, you know, if you're a criminal escaping from, you know, a bank robbery or jaywalking or whatever, you're running away from the cops mm-hmm. and they can just shut you down, shut you down. Oh, your legs don't work anymore. Yep, like a car. <laughs> like they're planning on doing in 2026. Yeah. Or you're a CIA agent. You're a spook. And you get captured. Spooky. The government can uh, just instantly get into your brain and wipe your brain. Mm-hmm. Factory reset. Boom. Mm. Mm. I don't know. There's 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 a lot of there's a lot of amazing possibility with it, but there's also just as much danger. Danger. Well, you know, I pride myself on being non-GMO. Yes. And I maybe have to be non-cybernetic also. Right now, I'm going to say, yeah, I'll agree non-cybernetic, but that may change in the future. Mm. I don't know. Depends on the technology and how it it can be or will be accessed. Actually, it can be accessed. I don't know. I'm going to keep my mind a little open on that. Uh But right now, yeah. Uh Uh-oh, pee -pee don't work. Need a cybernetic (laughs) implant. (laughs) Pump, pump <laughs> it up. Oh, sorry, having Saturday Night Live flashbacks. Yeah, I just don't want to be monitored. Yeah, I'm, I'm with yeah. you on that. I don't want to be monitored, and I don't want to be controlled. And that just seems like having an implant in my head seems to be the place to get control. The ultimate in control. Neuralink was the last story I had for today. What you got? Got anything else? No, I think uh, I think we've talked enough on uh, on tech today, and uh, I don't have anything great to add to start off on a new topic. Okay, great. <laughs> so we'll close her out. All right. Well, thanks for joining us today. And if you want to get a hold of me, it's uh, Scott at TechTools.net, and that's Scott at T E K T O O L Z dot net. We also have a website. TechTools.net, spelled exactly the same way. And please feel free to shave off a little scratch for us if you have an <laughs> opportunity. And uh, maybe we can quit, quit our day jobs and get a little better at this and have better stories. Yeah. Dean, where can we find you at? I am Dean at TechTools.net. That's T-E-K-T-O-O-L-Z.net. Um, but you didn't know it was spelled that way, did you? Uh, but yeah, uh, send it, send it in, visit our website and you can be a producer, send us content, send us information, send us questions, send us money, um, send it all together. 
But uh, yeah, help us produce this show, help us produce some content. And maybe as Scott said, you know, we can quit our day jobs, do this actually full time, maybe do it a couple times a week and have better produced shows. And you're working on a little side project, aren't you? I am. I'm trying to get it, uh, trying to get it going. It's, it's a little trickier than I thought it was going to be. It's pretty simple, but I want to do it right. Um, but yeah, there'll be more, more to talk about next week on that. All right. Thanks, Dean. And just remember, stay safe, Dean. Stay safe, Scott.